0: Welcome to a conversation powered by Connected Learning, where we chat with some of today's leading minds about new learning approaches designed for the demands and opportunities of the digital age. Connected Learning values the new ways many young people today access information, gain expertise, and learn alongside peers and mentors using the internet, social networks, and digital technology. We're excited you're here to join the conversation as we seek to make learning relevant. Hi, this is Natalie Warren, Event Manager and Youth Ambassador for the Connected Learning Alliance, and today I'm very excited to be talking with Jaleesa Trapp about Connected Learning, specifically her her experience as a mentor empowering youth and helping them discover their potential through technology and design. Hi, Jaleesa. Hi. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, no, thanks for having me. Um, I'm going to give a quick intro to Jaleesa, and then we're going to jump right into some conversation. So Jaleesa is an exceptional 26-year-old young woman who at only 17 interned at Microsoft as a technical writer. She then went to receive her bachelor's degree in human-centered design and engineering at the University of Washington. During that time, she also thrived as a mentor at AmeriCorps. Jaleesa is currently working as a program coordinator at the Computer Clubhouse in Tacoma, Washington. Now, Jaleesa, there is a lot of conversation these days about the need to make education more relevant, the need to give education an upgrade to bring it out of the 20th century and into the 21st century. Um, In your opinion and in your um, firsthand experience um, as a mid-20 year old and also working with young people during this educational shift, um, what do you think are some of the challenges when it comes to making this general 21st century update in education? Um, I think
1: one of the challenges are um, distractions and keeping the youth engaged. Um, I know that for me personally, because I actually was a member of the Computer Clubhouse when I started when I was 12 until I graduated from high school. Um, One of the things about school, I was really great at my academics, but I got bored. And so I would start to not do assignments, because I was bored or I didn't feel like it was relevant to what I was doing. And so um, keeping the students engaged and, um, you know, making sure that we're meeting both their needs and the needs of the school district, what they need to pass to get through their classes, but making sure we're keeping them engaged.
0: Got it. So kind of what you're saying is, is interest powered, basically, like that young people want to be interested in what they're doing. Awesome. So that kind of jumps right into the next question. Um, out of connected learning has three learning principles, one of them being interest powered. The other is peer supported and academically oriented. And then we have three design principles, production centered, openly networked and shared purpose. Um, obviously you said uh, interest-powered was very influential in your life. And what of of these different principles do you excite you or do you use the most when you are working with young people um, out of all these principles?
1: So I think um, interest-powered and shared purpose are the most exciting to me. because When students work on interest-powered projects here at the Computer Clubhouse, there's a lot of passion behind it and it shows. And then when the interest-powered projects our shared purpose, it takes it even further and it connects them to other people who share the same passion as them and allows them to grow and build and be
0: innovative. That's awesome. Um, What is the age range of of students that you work with?
1: So um, our normal programming is students 10 to 18. And then we also have a girl's day twice a month and that's eight to 18.
0: Awesome, that's such a fun age group to work with. Yeah. Um, so based on your, um, I could read off a list of your accomplishments, but it would take a while, which is why I <laughs> want to direct people to your website and your blog. Cause it's awesome. Um, but based on your accomplishments and your experience, it's very clear that you have a deep passion for technology, for web design, um, and, uh, using your skills to impact your community and specifically, like you said, young people in what way do you believe technology and digital media have such a positive impact on the way young people learn today?
1: Um, in a lot of ways so i have a eight-year-old nephew he has a tablet he emails me and he skypes me from his tablet he also has an account on pbskids.org that he logs into to play games when he learned how to tie his shoes he um he watched a youtube video with my sister and so (laughs) that's amazing technology is just an amazing tool And I think it's very important because that's the that's the way that the future is going. And, you know, if it's used correctly, we can do some amazing things with it.
0: Yeah. So like you just mentioned, if it's if it's used correctly. And I know that's something that I've come across with talking with different educators who use technology and saying that it's important that people understand how to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, like your background is in technology and with computers, but In using technology and trying to integrate education with technology, what do you find are some hurdles that you come across or that teachers commonly come across or your students come across? Um, So
1: again, it goes back to relevance. So, you know, students, they'll want to get on Facebook or, you know, or Instagram or something like that where they're interacting with their friends. So... Sometimes in education everything isn't interactive and mm-hmm. they don't feel connected. Students always feel the need to be connected, like they're missing out on something. Yeah. And so, you know, tying their education into other things that are going on in the world, you know, to make sure that they feel like they're connected. That's what they want.
0: Yeah. Awesome. When um when you were a young girl, you said you kind of developed an interest for technology at twelve around that age. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Yeah. Not, uh, not initially. It was more okay. like around thirteen,
1: but that's when I started going to the program when I was twelve.
0: Got it. So what when you were twelve, when you were thirteen, um, what were some obstacles like as a young girl that you faced jumping into um, into this interest of computer science and technology? Um, and because I know it's commonly known that it's it's mostly boys in those classes or in those mm-hmm. um, clubhouses and stuff. So what were some obstacles? Um, the you faced or even your your parents faced when when you were first kind of getting this interest this passion
1: um so one obstacle that i faced was you know sometimes being the only girl or being the only girl of color or the only person of color um you know explaining it was hard to explain to my friends what i do and why i wanted to do it yeah, um, you know why I wanted to go to the computer clubhouse instead of hanging out at the mall. Um, sorry, what was the second part of your question.
0: Well, it, um, it kind of actually leads into the next point. Is like, what would you, if you could go back and tell twelve-year-old um advice, or just kind of a uh, nudge to be like, just keep going, or um, th- with obstacles that you face. What, what was it? What would be advice you would give another twelve-year-old little girl who's interested in the same passions that you have?
1: Um, to just do what makes them happy, to keep going, if that's what makes them happy. Because if you're able to find that at 12 or 13, you're on, you're on the right path. Um, there's a lot of people that are way older than me that still don't know what they want to do. Um, they're still looking for their passion. And if
0: you're able to find it at a young age, that's great. Yeah. Um, so your life has kind of epitomized the when a student becomes a teacher story. Um, what, when, when you stepped into this mentor role, what are some exciting moments that you've had, like witnessing, working with your students um, from having been in that role previously yourself and now, and now being in the mentor teacher role?
1: Um, So I've watched students discover that they're good at something um, that they never even considered doing. It's exciting Mm -hmm. watching them have the aha moment and realizing that you know that they're learning skills that they're going to be using for the rest of their lives i had a student the other day come in and ask if we can download um, a program that they were using in her Digitools tools class she said it just she, she told me that her class was boring but she knows that the program looks interesting it looks like it could be fun so she would rather work on it here than at school mm. and so just you know, watching her realize like, oh, this is something that I like, even though what we're doing, the assignment at school, isn't that fun. I know that this is something that I'm interested in learning. So, you know, watching her do that on her own was amazing.
0: That's a great. That's such a cool um, experience to to have. You've um, shared with us like a lot of your rich past experiences um, with, from like you growing up and becoming, finding like your passion in technology to through your schooling to now like working with these young people. Um, How do you see yourself working with young people in technology in the future? Like what's the dream for you?
1: So my dream is to continue working with youth and helping them use technology as a tool to better themselves and their communities. Um, I wanna travel and work with youth all around the world. That's my goal. I'm gonna be going to grad school in the fall. And so hopefully that'll help me um, open up more opportunities for the future. That's wonderful.
0: Julie, so what is a way that people can keep up with your story online or find out about the work you're doing or even parents getting their students involved in, um, their kids involved in um, computer courses like, like the one that you're working at?
1: Um, the easiest way to contact me is on Twitter. Perfect. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Julissa T, so J-A-L-E-E-S-A-T on Twitter.
0: And what are some, um, if parents want to get their kids involved at a young age, like 12 or 13 in different computer classes, what um, are places that you would recommend they look? Just going online or are they mostly connected to schools or are they like local after-school programs?
1: Um, So the Computer Clubhouse Network, um, there's over 100 clubhouses around the world. So if they go to computerclubhouse.org, there is a list of all of the clubhouses. So there might be one near them. If not, um, there's, well, yeah, if not, then you can even contact the Computer Clubhouse Network and they can put you into contact with other local um, programs like ours around, across the country.
0: Perfect. Thanks for sharing the information. I will probably be looking at it myself because I have a rambunctious eight-year-old nephew who (laughs) loves computer games and loves to get his hands on things. So um, that is so uh, great and really useful information. So Jaleesa, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and share your experience. And um, I look forward to following the work you're doing um, and seeing kind of where it progresses. And um, so yeah, thanks for sharing and chatting your story about um, your experience with connected learning. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us here at the Connected Learning Alliance. If you missed any of this conversation or want to listen to more discussions, check out our website at clalliance.org or subscribe to our podcast channel on iTunes. See you back here for more talks with change makers and thought leaders who are building the next generation of learning.